Yo, Welcome to the Burl Sound, recording here live at the UUIN Collective. I'm your host with the most, DJ Zar, a.k.a. Zar the MC, a.k.a. Big Turk, a.k.a. Young Pad Thai. If it's your first time visiting the channel, make sure you subscribe, leave a like and comment as well. Uh, yo, we got two special guests in the building today. First of all, thank you for coming during the snowstorm, at the beginning of a snowstorm. Uh, from Freshman Clothing, we have Khadija in the building. Khadija. Khadija. Khadija, a.k.a. K. You go by K as well? I go by K, yeah. Okay, okay. And we got photographer and photographer of freshmen, Serena, in the building. Hey. I'm going to need y'all to both talk into the mics, please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, it's cool. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming. And, uh, you know, you could be anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us. So. Thanks for having us. Okay, okay. Uh, yo, so I kind of... I already seen a couple interviews you did about freshmen, and the main question I want to ask, as someone who has a clothing brand, what is the difference between just making clothing and like a lifestyle? And how did you incorporate the lifestyle element into freshmen? Because I, I see like a lot of like spiritual, a lot of like affirmation stuff based in the clothing. Yeah. So how did that come about? Like. Is it just because like you're a spiritual person? Did you have like a switch where you're like, oh, I'm making clothing, but I need to do something more with the brand? Um, I would more so of like the history of the brand. Um, so for those who don't know, Freshman was not my brand. I was not the creator of the brand. It was my brother's brand and he passed away. So oh, yeah, so when my brother passed away, um, I wanted to understand the brand and I wanted to understand life and death. And that's where the two kind of just played they were they correlated together that's really it they correlated mm. together um and then with uh some of the designs that he left back had me to de decode and it was something that was more of a self-discovery with myself so so mm. the last design that we actually dropped it was called um it hasn't even been released fully out but it's called rise above the noise okay um so rise above the noise that was for example that was one of his designs it's just the the title of it but for me to dig in deeper to um make it something make it what it is i had to it's it reflected into my personal life that i'm putting out for other people that can mm -hmm. understand in their own ways so a lot of it comes from my own personal experiences and mm -hmm. of my life the whole brand is mm. from my whole experience of my life yeah so. it, it feels like deeper than just yo i'm like an entrepreneur and this my this is kind of like it's in your blood it's in you right so I feel like maybe that kind of gives you that edge that people can kind of sense that authenticity with the brand. Because, you know, a lot of people like they make clothes or they sell, you know, designs on clothes. But like to actually have a movement and a label, I think it requires something like a lot more, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. I feel like you got to put a little bit. You got to in order to move anything, I feel like it has to come from somewhere inside. It has some mm -hmm. meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I see a lot of things. Sometimes I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Like. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, I mean, that's what hand in hand. I mean, if it has meaning and it, it has like purpose with it, mm -hmm. like freshman means to expand your mind. That's mm -hmm. what it really means. It's like mm -hmm. a college kid starting school, mm -hmm. um, starting something new, expand your mental, think positive. So it, it was kind of just initially already there from the jump. Mm -hmm. So it was something that with myself that I had to dig in deeper if I wanted to either heal or if I wanted to just disappear with the brand or do I want to mm -hmm. keep it alive? Mm -hmm. So it's more of a self-discovery thing. Mm -hmm. so. in, in this day and age where there's so much 
quick fashion. There's so many options for like consumers. How do you really get that brand loyalty? How do you market it properly to where like you're, you're growing it and other people are wearing it? How did you start that? Like, was there already kind of momentum when it started? And then once you took over, like you expanded it? Like, how did that go about? Um, I mean, when I started it, <laughs> I was selling freshmen from my locker in high school. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> it was my. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah, so That's uh, actually sick. I used to sell. I used to take the boxes of clothes um, to my high school, and I would sell the clothing out of my locker. My brother was the the owner, the creator, the mm-hmm. everything. Um, he just needed a little extra help, so I would bring it. But from now um, of me now being the owner of the brand and marketing it, um, I mean like meeting people, talking to people, like Instagram, social mm. media plays a big part in it. Um it's I don't even I don't even know, you know. I just I just put it out there. Like it's it's every day is like there's something related to freshmen in my life. Mm-hmm. Whether I'm in my room, I see a sign that says freshman. I'm like, okay, well do something with it. I don't know. Yeah, it's just yeah. always a constant thing. <laughs> it feels like something that is just who you are as opposed to something you do. You know, like how I when you think, have a job, yeah. like, you know, you have a task, you, yeah. but it seems like... Wow. You well, know? I think I think that is like a big thing for her, but like she's, she's, um, she's really humble, so she mm. wouldn't say that, but like when you get to know her as a person, then yeah, you'd want to follow her her story or like her brand because like sure. we just said, it's, <laughs> it, there's meaning behind it mm. and there's there's not meaning behind a lot of brands these days. And at first she wasn't even talking about like, yeah, no, I never used the, to tell the starting of the brand. I've, she never used to tell yeah, people. I would never tell people the story of freshman. Like I wouldn't even crack the code of what it was. It was just, kind why of, is that? Ah, oh, cause it's more personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it touches like really, it's really personal. And honestly, yeah, I didn't really want like, I didn't really want people's sympathy. Mm-hmm. so i didn't really want people to be like oh like oh yeah. right yeah. you know what i mean so I, I didn't really want people's sympathy i'm like if i want you to i want you to mess with freshmen i want you to rock with it because you genuinely you you like it mm-hmm. you like the quality of the clothing like the designs like and then yes the story gives it a little bit more wow like i guess it's inspiring but i feel like when you tell somebody that from the jump they just kind of feel automatically feel bad for you and they're mm-hmm. like let me support it because of Blah 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 blah, yeah. and I didn't really want that, mm. so I just kind of like I I I just kind of like kept it, you know. I just put it out there without telling the story. Now I'm like, and obviously it takes time to talk about that. Like it's real personal, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm like, all right, it is what it is. Like it's my life, and here we are today. Mm-hmm. So wait, how did this link up happen? Like, how did you end up becoming a photographer? Refreshment. You want to tell the story? Um, you tell the story. To be honest, I got a DM one day from a page asking, <laughs> asking if I wanted to shoot their event. Um, and I I don't even really shoot events, but I was I was really trying to get back into photography at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So I was I said yes, um, but I had actually just started a new job. So I couldn't even make the first event. Like mm. I went, but by the time I got there, it was done. So mm. I didn't oh, even yeah. shoot the first event. But so, um, I don't know. Somehow we stayed connected, and I I did a um, I did a shoot for one of the um, t-shirts. I, yeah, one I of think the t-shirts. It was, a t-shirt. it was um, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. I yeah. Remember. 
um and then from there i don't know like our relationship just came naturally was it like yeah. an instant friendship thing or was it like professional at first and then gradually became like a friendship uh i'd say it was professional i would say it was professional at first yeah. you know for sure it was, yeah, yeah because i i'm a very like close off quiet person right and so like i i open up to people mm-hmm. um so yeah like at first it was just, uh, strictly just business mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. And then eventually y'all became friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we kind of like established like we have like a business relationship and then we have a personal relationship. Mm-hmm. And like that was really important because you don't want to get the two mixed up. Mm-hmm. So we had that conversation in the studio. Yeah. I remember that. And that was like, to me, that was like, wow, like it's not, it's really hard to have that conversation with certain types of certain people. And like yeah. to this day, we kind of just stick to the same script of mm-hmm. what our relationship is. You you strike me as like a very like headstrong woman, like especially when it comes to business. So and I, I seen in another interview when you were discussing like as like a female and like a male dominated industry, industry and like, you know, I'm not trying to get to know you. Like, do you still kind of run into that? Do you or do you feel like there's kind of like you built a rep where it's like, yo, kind of like don't even talk to her like that? Like Um, I still run into that. <laughs> I still run into It's flattering in a way or no are you like offended by it To a certain extent you know mm. to a certain extent like I mean, like sometimes people just want to buy a sweater from me because they want to see me So <laughs> so yep <laughs> So yeah. and then it's like <laughs> like I'm like what but if you want to do that then that's on that's on you um but, do you do the drop off? Like, is that the deal? Like, so I mean, if it's honestly like, if it's local, yeah, I'll do the drop off. Sometimes though, I I just ship them. Like majority of the time, I'm shipping the orders. Yeah, Dang, I don't I, want no face. <laughs> so I don't really want no face. I don't even like to disclose my 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 gender on mm. the social media page. A lot of people think the brand is it's run, run by, by a man. man. No way. Yeah, I get it all the time. Yeah, freshman, like, yeah, you, I can see that. They just think that. What did you think I was a guy? When you when I um, you no because I think I think you messaged me on your personal oh. I said I was gonna add you on your personal account and then okay, I saw it was okay, a girl okay. I was like oh, okay okay oh cool. okay okay yeah so mm. I, I knew you were a girl okay yeah yeah no most people think I'm a man so, <laughs> how do you like respond to to those encounters are you usually nice about it do you ever have to get like a little aggressive because like they're not taking you seriously like yeah sometimes I have to. Um, my tone of voice and like my my demeanor gets stronger. Like I mm-hmm. like you said, I'm very head on. Like mm-hmm. I'm really like no, yes, that's dumb. That makes no sense. What are you doing? Why is it this way? Why isn't it that way? So I mean, like, yeah, there's times where I'm like, you gotta raise somebody up from their socks and be like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Um, respectful, of course, but yeah, no, there there are times, and I think now like a lot of men in the industry. I think they're intimidated by me. Jeez, talk about it. I do, because I've noticed that certain men, um, they just feel like I'm just starting up doing this. Like I had no intention of designing clothing, being a designer, community activist. I had no intention of throwing events. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that was not part of the plan. Well, that was not my plan, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I think like now when I, I noticed and the growth, because freshman's been around since 2011, mm-hmm. right? It's it's officially been Jeez. 12 years. Oh my goodness. Um, and me Literally. running it, it's been going on six years. So I mean, from that to see how far that the brand is growing so quickly, mm-hmm. a lot of men that are in the streetwear industry kind of like 
they 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 get intimidated like mm-hmm. what like I've been doing this for so long and they either hate on it or they just feed the funk with it but um, I think that I've set up that barrier where it's like you you like I'm a nice person but mm-hmm. you can't just come talk to me like that like mm-hmm. you have to respect me and my team mm-hmm. straight mm-hmm. so when when you experience that do you feel like that's like an overall thing that women experience like any woman that's kind of trying to do their own thing in like those oh, yeah. male dominant industry like it's always kind of sure like a little bit of hate probably oh, yeah. experience yeah. as a photographer. photographer as a photographer yeah i've heard like wild stories about like male photographers and like female well, models yeah. and like well even that like and that's why i like being a female photographer because just to have that safe space, even for me, like I've gone to jobs and I've felt uncomfortable in this yeah. situation. And like I'm at a job, you would think men would respect that. But mm-hmm. especially being a pretty female, like doing your own thing. Yeah. Like you run into it a lot, like a lot. And there's a thin line like you you want to stand up for yourself and tell people to fuck off. But you can't because you have to remain professional. You secure the business. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's it's tricky. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like I've accepted the fact that some people are going to think I'm a bitch. And it's okay. Whatever. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be uncomfortable when I'm working. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I have to be a bitch, then I mean, it so is what it is. is. Yeah. When we hear like, oh, like boys will be boys. Do you feel like that men have changed? At least now it's getting better, even though it's still present. Or do you feel like it's still the same as before? Like from a female perspective, when it comes to like how men are communicating, like you said, like with with pretty girls, like, you know, they may say some things or cross those lines, especially like if they're powerful men and they're like, yo, like, you know, whatever. Like, do you feel like it's gotten better like socially or do you feel like it's, it's still the same? Um, I feel like it's gotten better. Mm. Yeah, in some, um, in some terms, like I don't think it's like fully like you know fixed where it has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I definitely feel like it's like women talk a lot about their femininity and mm-hmm. being a feminist, and mm-hmm. it's it's more broadcasted to social media than it ever was before. Like yeah. before, it's more protested, and like now it's like women are actually standing up their right for their mm. rights and mm. it's it's going on protest and all over social media platforms so i think it's it's definitely spread a lot of awareness and certain guys are um are kind of like they don't want to be stigmaed as mm. boys will be boys yeah, as yeah, that yeah. as that guy so mm. i think it definitely has in society it has improved mm. but it's, it's still it still lingers right mm. yeah i definitely yeah. think it raised like an awareness where yeah. i think we might not have had that before, but even, you know, like me or like man's that I know, like I know how we used to talk like when we were yeah. kids, you know what I'm saying? So it's like when you hear it now, you're kind of like, oh, shoot, like I was kind of wiling, you know, back then. right? Yeah, but now and especially <laughs> when you put it into perspective and you realize, OK, like, you know, one day I could have a daughter. Or I have like a female cousin or sister. It's like you right. kind of like put into perspective, like how you want to speak with them or how, you know, like no, I feel like true. back in the day, like straight up, like we were more savage with like what we would say to girls. And yeah. I feel like some ads are still like that. And like, it actually works sometimes, but like, I feel like it doesn't work as much yeah. in these days. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That is poor. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> that is poor. Do what's, not do that. What's the best way for like a dude to approach a girl? Honestly, I feel like we, respond, we respond best to like <laughs> respectful conversation. Like mm. for me, I'll, I'll talk to you. I'll have a full blown conversation with you all depending on how you approach me. 
Mm-hmm. Like if you yeah. approach me in a weird way, I'm yeah. I'm not gonna move to you like yeah. at all. Yeah. At all. I'll think you're a waste. Or like I'll mm-hmm. just laugh laugh it off with you and then like go my own way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's some guys that are our friends that say weird shit. Yeah. We don't like that cheeky, <laughs> charming approach where it's like they try to like woo you with a line. You want yeah, just no. like straight up, just like cool vibes. Just like. genuine shit. <laughs> no, because that's beat. Yeah. <laughs> that's so beat. Like, I hate the whole like, you know, like I make money and I have this and I drive this car yeah, and that like, car. No. Like, I don't care about your materialistic items. I don't care about that. That doesn't mean, are you going to heaven or are you going to hell? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Look at that salvation. Seriously, because <laughs> like, that's like really what it comes down to. Do you have the Holy Spirit. Like, I'm not, I don't need to know your religious status, but like, I don't need to know how much money you're making. Like, I don't mm. really need to know all of that. And like, I would say, like, and yeah, like what Serena said, like, if you're going to come off weird, then I'm not, I, I'm going to simply be like, I don't have this conversation. You're moving weird. Like, mm-hmm. this is weird. Mm-hmm. I guess I come off really respectful and humble. Like, mm-hmm. I can I can respect somebody who comes off humble, even if yeah. they're doing their thing and they've been in the game or whatever that they're doing. Like, that's attractive to me. As a fashion person, are you assessing, like, their style? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Is that I big? Is that like? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean, like, I, I'm into. I'm very versatile with how I dress. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm definitely watching like how you put yourself together. Because mm-hmm. I know when I want to go out, I put myself together. So mm-hmm. you got to match my fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Fair. Yeah. I've been like. I've been debating this with my friends because I have friends that like, they don't really care about like health and fitness, but they're all about like style. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, they're balling out on like whatever luxurious bags, pants, shoes. But I was saying like, yo, if you get in shape and you look good, you could wear like a plain black tee and And you can still look 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 better. better. You know what I'm saying? No, it's true. So sometimes like when is less more and when is it like, Cause I feel like a lot of people are doing when you do look like you're doing the most, like it's a bad look too. Like yeah, because it's like you're you're trying so hard. It's like compensating. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you're mm-hmm. trying so hard. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just yeah. be yourself. I feel like that's what I like about freshman clothing is that by the way, I'm not a sponsor yet. You know what I'm saying? We're not trying yet. to work so. on that. <laughs> but it is very like yourself. It's not like, you know, trying to be something like it just I feel like I could be me in the sweater low key. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like that's no cap, you That's know. I feel like playing. I also feel like playing beer pong in this shirt because uh, <laughs> I feel like I look like a frat boy a little bit, but like in a good way, you know. Uh, That's dope. I yes. like that. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. So, yo, we're actually going to be right back uh, with more from the Borough Sound. Uh, stay tuned. All right, welcome back to the Borough Sound. Back with freshman. I don't what it, I'm not, I'm not going to say creator or founder but I'm going to say president. I mean, I operating guess president? Pre- president? CEO? CEO, okay, okay. <laughs> we back with the CEO of Freshman Khadija. We got the photographer Serena in the building, you know what I'm saying? We was just talk about when we were just talking about when less is more in terms of approaching. Um but you know off off air, off record, we got into some some deep talks, you know what I'm saying? Uh about freshmen as literally a spiritual practice and you were speaking on you know how when when your brother was doing it and like the messaging that he was putting like all this positive 
messages. Yeah. He wasn't promoting nothing like, oh, like go settle and do nine to five. He wasn't promoting like, yo, live X, Y, Z. It's like, it was all like. It was all like, go for what you're passionate about. Freshman represents anyone who dreams big while striving an extra mile for success. And it was more so of like, you shouldn't be living day to day like being like, yo, I have to go to this job mm. or, you know, I have to do this to make money for this. It should be it should be like he his biggest thing was that when you're alive and you're living, you should be. My brother always used to say, live as if you were to die tomorrow and mm. learn as if you were to live forever. Mm. And that was his big message where it was like every day you're supposed to be living and enjoying it, whether if it's stressful, whether if there's hard times or dark times, whatever it is that you're going through on the inside. And that's where it comes with the think positive, live positive. The sky is the limit. Mm. You get one life to live as a human. So you live by the phrase, the sky is the limit because you mm. shouldn't like life is so short. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. we're here today. We're gone tomorrow. And that's just what it was. It's like, enjoy what you're doing. Be happy with what you love to do. And that branches off. So from from the message that he left for me, it was my grieving way for me to kind of like understand my own brand Mm -hmm. and to put it into perspective of like healing and, and going forward with this brand and actually living by the message and not just living it for me, for Everybody else around me, you, you, everybody else around me, people who are watching this, like, it's, it's for everyone. Like, it's, it's versatile. It's universal. For, mm. It's for all of us. Like, at the end of the day, all we're trying to do is we're just trying to make money, live good, and take care of our people. Mm. Like, that's really what it is. It's mm. nothing more, nothing less. And who wants to worry and stress about bills and yeah. all that, that, that stuff that just dampens your mood? So, I mean, that's just kind of, it's like, it's really like a, mm. a spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, it seems like it really stems from your own personal spiritual foundation that you have. And I kind of want to dig into that a little bit. So like growing up, so you said y'all were like a Muslim family. You guys even have a hijab. hijab yeah, line. so we're the first um, Toronto, we're the first Toronto um, brand, first Toronto streetwear brand to design hijabs. That's so um, sick. Yeah, and ran by a black woman. So mm. um it's it's really big and um growing up yeah so i mean i didn't grow up religiously wearing the hijab mm. but you know go to the, the masjid mm. and stuff like that we would i would have to and i mm. my second like even speaking i was in islam school mm. private school mm. read write speak um yeah i was really really passionate about the whole culture and my mm. mom so we were all born muslim um and after my, my brother, when he passed away, we buried him under the Muslim, um, the Islamic faith. Mm. Um, and then I kind of wanted to dig in deeper and understand, like, and my father, he was really like, he just didn't stick with one thing. He was Muslim. He was Hindu. He was Buddhist. He was like, he was just very free spirited, just trying mm. to understand what living in this world was like mm. as a human being. So he was um, open to other perspectives. Do you feel like you're like that too? Like spiritually? Spiritually? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, yeah, for sure. I, I definitely feel like I, I mean, I am open to a lot. I mean, lately though, I've been studying Islam again mm. as it does bring me this like source of connectivity to who I am. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my name is very very powerful in in the Islamic culture. Like she was the wife of one of the, of, of the prophet. prophet Muhammad, yeah, peace yeah. be upon him. She yeah. was right, so Khadija, and um, she was very important. Um, 
and then just like all like I don't know like my history line and I wanted to mm-hmm. understand more and you know my like my brother used to always talk about like what he was in his first life his second life and his third life and like my brother was an artist so mm-hmm. like all his drawings and stuff kind of like even add up to like what happened with his life mm-hmm. and like the Egypt like I, I'm into Egyptian um history like, yeah. yeah like I like learning about all the Egyptian um all, all the whole history of it, the mm. pyramids, the, the gods, the mm. pharaohs, all mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I don't know. I just wanted to kind of like understand like who I am and mm. why my name is what it is. My brother named me, but like mm. why, you know, my, my, my parents, like my mother's Indian from Trinidad and my father's black from Trinidad. Mm. So I wanted to kind of just understand more about that. And then that's where it stemmed off. And I'm like, mm. there's no like... And then I started to learn more about Islam and it brought me peace and comfort of just dealing with my mental because mm. it's hard. Like no closure of how somebody dies. How do you live with that? Yeah. So that was the healing part for me. And then I was like, if I'm going to put out freshmen and I'm going to really be the person that I am, I have to include the divine. Yeah. And I have to include a big part of my life once upon a time. I used to speak, read, write Arabic. So yeah. why wouldn't I not include that in the culture? You know mm. what I mean? And I feel like also, I feel like they're get they get hijabis get neglected. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've they get neglected. And I feel like people have put this stigma on 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 the whole religion. And like, mm-hmm. nah, that's whack. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna f- follow the crowd. And mm-hmm. I decided to like it'd be dope. One day I was like, yo, it'd be dope if like there was a hijabi line. Cause I see Nike do it. So if Nike could do it, why can't I do it? Yeah, they do have Nike. Hijabs. Yeah, they have they have Nike hijabs. Mm. And like that's dope. Like that's really big. And I'm like, all right, well, if Nike could do it, I'm gonna do it. And mm. I just started doing it. And then I partnered with a brand in Toronto called Unveiled. Mm-hmm. Um and she's another person that's striving an extra mile for success. Mm. She wants, she has a hijab line. I said, hey, we go halves, halves. Let's make hijabs. Mm. I'll expand your business while you help expand mine. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Mm. And that's just what it's about. Mm-hmm. Down to our events. I've thrown events as well. Events called Vibe Working. They're all... Um, Vibe working is a place that's all based off of energy where people are just bouncing off the vibes that you get in there and it's mm-hmm. all just working. Like everybody's making money, everybody's happy, they're putting their business out there. Serena's the photographer. Um, she's shooting content for these businesses. And then these are these are tools and resources that like personally me, I see my brother shoot freshmen off of an iPhone 4. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I used to shoot freshmen off my own iPhone. Mm-hmm. So like I realized I'm like, once upon a time. I was in the same position these people are. Mm-hmm. And who has money to find a photographer, a videographer? Mm-hmm. We include that in Vibe Working. We give you the table, the chair, quality people. You get to shop. You get to put up your business up in person, set up shop, and then we shoot content for you after. That's so sick. Yeah. So is it like remote? Like you guys would go to the client's like place or do they do you guys have like a designated spot where you do the vibe work so i mean like it like so the vibe working event is like i find different venue spots all over Mm -hmm. throw them i'm going on volume seven um yeah i'm going on volume seven um my first one she that's what she was talking about she came to it 
Um, and that was in 2019 of June. And now we're in 2021. I'm on the seventh event. So, Jeez, <laughs> so that's big. yeah. So, I mean, um, but the events are all, they're all over the city. Um, and even in terms of like, if you don't even want to be a vendor at the event, we still sh- we'll still shoot content for you. Mm. You know, we find the models, we find the location, depending on what it is. If you're a candle company and you want to have like, we create the content as a team. We create the content and we put it out there. Mm-hmm. If you had a candle brand and, you want like let's say something romantic we're gonna get an airbnb or some type of spot yo put it in the shower set the vibe set the tone Mm -hmm. put it out there like really and truly it's like we gotta we study their brands and we we reflect that and we try to create what their brand is and Mm -hmm. give them the content with a twist of freshman do you have like a a strict uh selection process like or would you work with, are you open to working with anyone? Or is it kind of like, they kind of also have to match what y'all are on? Like- I mean, I'm really open to anyone, to be completely honest. Mm. Um, because once upon a time, I was starting doing something. I didn't even know the hell I was doing. And I still don't know what mm. I'm doing. So, mm. you know what I mean? So, I'm. it's like, somebody gave me a chance to believe in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Why would I not give you a chance? Whether if you have 14 followers or 1,400 or 14,000 followers... Mm. You're still hustling. You're striving yeah. an extra mile for success. That's dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like we can like like I can get a vibe work sesh is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be sick. Like I feel like if I do like a music video or something like. Yeah, like I definitely. Like, like, like I would for, holler at y'all. For example, you could even bring your whole podcast to the event. Mm. That's that's what you would do. You'd set up shop. You could even people are walking by and you could just be sitting what you're doing right now and ask them questions and sit down and let them interview. That's mm-hmm. expansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, also have, I also have some ideas, you know what I'm saying? Design ideas. You know, you know like how they have like Islamic calligraphy, like the Arabic writing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Freshmen, but in that writing. We have one. Oh, you do? I beat you to it, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Mal- it's on our Malcolm X long sleeve. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Right, I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah, is that available? Like, it is. Okay. Yeah. You guys actually have like a really good inventory. Thank you. And I think the social <laughs> media is good. No, I'm not joking. You have like a lot of different options. It's kind of like, it's almost like you, I feel like you have a factory low key. Like, you probably don't, but like it feels like. Yeah, in my bedroom. Mm. <laughs> That's the factory. That's where you do all like the, the designs and stuff. Like you, where you actually print the shirts in your bedroom. Or no? Oh, no, no, no. So oh. I, um, I actually go somewhere. There's mm-hmm. a printer that I work with. Um, but I design a lot of the stuff in my room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's proper. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm not going to keep y'all too long. Is there anything, you know, you want to announce to the millions of people at home watching? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't, um, Definitely check out um, freshmen's vibe breaking events. Yeah. I'd say it's it's um, it's definitely something different in the city. Like you mm. hear about a lot of networking events, but then you go to it and it's just like everyone's Bougie. in their own little corner. Yeah. Bougie. Bougie I'm trying hell. to. We, we should go to one, bro. Like, yeah, where I, I'm always telling this <laughs> I'm guy. I'm work. always telling this guy to come. <laughs> bro, what do you mean, man? Expose. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. You better. We have like, you. We have you yeah. on the show saying that. But yeah, you're saying the vibe. The vibe <laughs> yeah. work like it's different good. because you have the vendors, and even the vendors go around to each other's tables and they and support, support each other. other. Like mm. the energy that's at so, the event yeah, it's is different. Yeah, that yeah. is what we need for the future. If we can just support each other, then like we don't need anyone else. We don't. It's need actually these, cool. Like, yeah, you know, like we have our own little economy. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, it's actually pretty cool to see them. Like they interact and. 
It's dope. Like, and then the next thing you know, I'm seeing on Instagram, like they're posting this one and this one and they met. It's like really cool to see it, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like even today, like um I sent out some some photos that we did from the last um we did the shoot here. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember? I was here that day, yeah. Wait, who what was your name? We did Pineapples. Yes. Shout out Pineapples. Yeah. So we we um when we did the shoot here, so we Serena sent me the content and um Shout out IX Toronto. He's actually with the videographer. He's super dope. Um, I I sent out the content to one of the one of the vendors, one of the clients, and mm-hmm. like she sent me a voice note, and she was like so happy. Like she was so. She's like it was the it was the cups. It was the glasses. Oh, she okay. was so like she was like just so happy that she sent me a voice note, and she's just expressing like how much she needed this. And she's like, when is the next event? I'm trying to be in the next event. I'm like, whoa, I'm just trying to take it day by day and I'm going to get back to you. But, um, you know, and she was like, you don't understand. Like, she told me that she was looking for quality work, but it's too expensive. Mm -hmm. She got to build up her business in the event, meet new customers, and then she got product shot, pro- like content on top of that. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's super dope. She got a video, a 15 second ad video, and she got 15 to about 18 photos. That's proper. Yo, <laughs> we gotta go, really. Okay, well, thank you for tuning in to the Borough Sound. If you're watching this on the tube, make sure you drop a thumbs up, subscribe, comment. Thank y'all for coming through. What's your IG again? So my IG is F-R-E-S-H-M-E-N dot M-M-X-I. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Till next week. Peace.